Hey guys, welcome to Whiskey, Wine, and Spine. I'm Dr. Kelsey DeMello. Dr. Peyton Vickers. This is a, what do I always say? We believe, this is a podcast, <laughs> this is a podcast where we believe that life is a sport. And listen, we have been moving for like six days now. So I'm, I'm a little foggy, a little tired. So forgive me on this intro. It was terrible. But, um. Just, just spit out. A version of the intro. Go ahead. Try it again. I already said it. Okay. This, so is, a, this, is, a, this is a podcast that so we believe that life is a sport. Uh, and we want you to perform better. So grab your whiskey. Grab your spine. Drink your wine. All that good jazz. Cool. Good job, honey. What are we talking about? So... Tonight, even though we are both exhausted uh, from moving and those of you who have been following, following along and uh, sending us love, we really appreciate it. But uh, despite all of that, we uh, are talking tonight about fitness trackers. So we're going to, our last couple of episodes have been pretty deep and, you know, diving deep into the emotion and the psychology and all of that. So we're just going to get a little technical. And I personally think this conversation is a little hilarious because fitness trackers, in my opinion, are some of the biggest loads of crap uh, out there in the fitness market. So uh, what do you think about that, babe? Uh, well, first and foremost, for people who don't know what we're talking about, Kelsey and I officially moved in together. So we haven't been living together for the past two years. And now we officially have a house together. So for those of you who don't know what the hell we're talking about, that's what we're talking about. Um, so we're excited about it. So go follow us on Instagram. If you don't follow us on Instagram, do that. Um, so I have mixed feelings about fitness trackers for multiple reasons. Personally, I don't hate them because someone made a Fitbit and said, I'm going to have you like count steps. And for some people it was life changing because uh, it got, it got literal corporations, you know, BP, Chevron, Shale, like, uh, Dell, you know, all these big corporations actually starting to do, cause what are they, what are they doing whenever they're doing that? They're lowering their, um, the chance of having to use like insurance and stuff. So I do think that there is a purpose for them. I do think that they are, if anything, the greatest thing that they are is a huge, um, uh, string on your finger per se, a reminder, and also somewhat of a motivator. So I don't, I don't hate them personally, but I do hate them when it comes down to um, them being a, a somewhat of a coach. It's like, this is how many I did and you need to stand up down and you need to sit. And um, the accuracy that really no one has asked about i don't know anyone who is people just wear them and i don't think anyone has ever asked like how accurate that they truly are so i think just to conclude um i don't think they're terrible i just think they're overrated yeah and so let's play off of that a little bit so the study that i had uh pulled up and kind of reviewed for this podcast showed that fitness trackers are really good at a couple of things they're good at tracking steps and heart rate, right? So with the steps, the most accurate way to actually track your steps is not with a wrist tracker, but with a hip tracker. 
So there are little devices. They're not very popular, but it's like a little clip-on device. And if anyone listening to this has a background in exercise fizz, I remember using these in exercise fizz labs in my undergrad, but it's a little like clip-on device. It looks like a, looks like a Neopet. Remember those little like Neopets used to play on when we were kids? You know what I'm talking about? Are they like keychains? Yes. And it was like a little round thing. Yeah. Interesting. You know what I'm talking about? It looks like. I know, yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about as far as like the Neopet. I've never seen like the hip tracker thing. Yeah, so we've used those in undergrad and like exercise phys labs, but no one really wears them outside of um, a research setting. But those are the most way, to, most accurate way to track your steps. And it's basically like I said, it looks like a little Neopet, and it goes right on your hip, and it literally your leg hits it with every step you take. The wrist trackers are slightly less accurate than those. But that being said, it's probably the most accurate feature on a fitness tracker is the step count. And studies have shown that the wrist trackers are only like 10% inaccurate. So if you're getting within 10% on a wrist tracker, that's pretty damn good. Like that's decent. For steps. For steps. Right, we're only, t- we're only talking about steps with this. For steps right now, correct. Okay. Now, the other thing that I thought was really interesting that some of these studies mentioned was that um, heart rate on these watches is also within 10% accuracy, right? But the catch is, and I don't know why, and I couldn't find any information on why, so we can just wildly speculate um, because this is our podcast and we do what we want. But the one thing that affects the accuracy of heart rate on these watches is the pigmentation of your skin. So people who are darker complected typically have less accurate readings on these watches for their heart rate. I've actually heard that about uh, tattoos as well. In what context? Because it's, it's, it's changing the color. Like it's not, it's changing the pigmentation. I I have, I have heard that claim. Um, I forget who I follow, but this, someone that I follow is, is in the fitness industry and he's like super tatted and he had a question about this and he said it was false. Um, so I'm not a hundred percent sure about the whole tattoo realm, but I guess, cause I don't even know how they work. Yeah. So I can't like, I mean, if they're straight up shooting through your skin and uh, I, I don't know, I, I can't speak to that. That is not my expertise whatsoever. So that definitely creates a challenge. Yeah, it's definitely not my area of expertise either, but I did think that that was interesting because again, no one would think that like the color of your skin would have an effect on like tracking your heart rate. You know what I mean? It's just something we don't think about. So, um, I mean, this, that was part of the research article that I had read. I, like I said, I can't, they don't really speak to why that's a thing or kind of the biological plausibility of it, but I just thought that was super interesting. Um, so Steps and heart rate within 10%, pretty accurate. Um, the one thing that I, a feature that I hate about these iWatch, these iWatches, Fitbits, whatever, um, is the calorie tracking. And mm-hmm. the reason I hate it is because I have seen so many people get so ridiculously obsessed with the number of calories they burn doing yard work or doing you know, going to the gym or cleaning their house or whatever. They get so obsessed with it and then they use it as a tool to rationalize other bad health decisions. And that drives me batshit 
crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I think God, there's so many things that are like, um, I think there's a lot of good with them. I think they can do no, like this, this comes down to like, like, again, I don't like, I don't necessarily hate it. It just depends on the person. So like, well, let, if, well, let me you know, pause like, you. let me pause you though, before you go deeper, because the reason that's the reason this is so asinine is because not only should we not be looking and like having a tally for tally mark and calories in our body, because that's not how we really work, but also the calorie counting feature of these watches is up to 93% inaccurate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not surprised by that. I mean, no. like I, I think, and that's what sucks. People are, people are going to, they're going to hear this podcast and they're going to be pissed. They're not going to like what we're saying. And honestly, I, I don't ever think Kelsey and I really care what other people think. Cause we're here to educate. We're here to coach. Like, and let's be clear here. I don't think anyone's stupid for doing that just as much as someone, hopefully someone isn't going to think that I'm stupid for doing something having to do with like a house or building something. I don't think we're necessarily calling you that as much as we're calling like, this is a little bit more of like ignorance, you know, like if just because I don't know how to like fix my truck doesn't mean that I'm stupid. I'm just ignorant towards that. I just don't know how to do it. So I think to slow things down, just a preface here, anyone who has these calorie trackers and, and or anything that is, that looks like this, I want to be clear here. We're not calling you out. We're not calling you stupid. We're just here to educate you. And I, we wouldn't be doing our job if we were like, eh, they're not going to like hearing that. So we're not going to say it. So I think what we're trying to say is like, it's not the end all be all. It's not the best way to keep track of your fitness and your health and nutrition in the whole nine yards there if you want to talk about steps that's fine but like as far as calorie checking goes i think she's and you know kelsey has a good point here like this can become obsessive because it is so accessible well not and only that gets dangerous well not only like yes the obsession is a problem right but it's also not correct like it's not accurate right they're not accurate so like you literally even if even if it was appropriate because i'll like i'll be honest as a coach and peyton you're a coach you know this how many times do you base your client's nutrition off of how many calories they burn that day in exercise. <laughs> never. Yeah. You never do that. That is a, that is bullshit. Anyone that is doing that is bullshit. I'm sorry. You never, you would never ask for your clients. Oh, how many, l let me look at your watch to see how many calories you burn. Oh, okay. You can go have this now. Nobody does that. That's not like, that's not okay. That's not standard practices. So Therefore, the average consumer shouldn't be doing it either. And that's what I don't like about this pro these products is it creates this false notion of, okay, well, like you can just be your own coach because now you can see this number and then rationalize all these decisions. And it's not only is that not okay because that's not how you should operate, but it's also not even close to accurate. Yeah. I mean, and again, just to kind of preface here, like we're <laughs> like, we're here to educate. We're here to coach y'all. So I think like, yeah, they're, they're not, you should not ever use your calorie counter is what we're saying. It's pointless. It doesn't work. And I know it makes you feel better. And I know it gives you dopamine hits and all that fun jazz. I know that it can, it can mean there, there is some positivity there because I do think that it, it makes people get up and move around because maybe they're saying like, Oh, I only have a, you know, a hundred more calories to go. And 
I'll hit my goal for today. So instead of sitting down watching TV, they do get up and they go like walk their dog again for the, before they go to sleep or whatever. So I do think that there's benefits there. With that being said, that's it. That's the only good thing about these trackers. <laughs> They're not accurate. They don't do, they, listen, they don't work. They don't work. And like, it's just a dumb product. Like, well, it like, doesn't work. I mean, like, it, like it's a great idea, but like we, like we got to break this down, y'all. Like calories, calories are a a unit of heat, a unit of energy. How in the all of God's and people are gonna be like, well, how can you, if you can, how can you tell a heart rate? Then if that's the case, like, how can you, how can this watch actually calculate calories burned? First of all, it can do that with the heart because there's arteries, man. That's pretty easy. Heart rate's very, very easy to track. It doesn't take much. Um, steps, same. There's a walking pattern. That doesn't take much. Like literally calories burned. That's not, that's, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you this, but a watch isn't going to be able to do that very like, accurately. It's just not going to. Well, let me put this into context for you. I'm freaking fuming right now. I have my like calculator open on my laptop so I could calculate this. If your watch said you burned a thousand calories with 93% inaccuracy, that means you could have burned anywhere between 70 and 1930. Yeah. That's like, that's, it's that's a, a stupid gap. product. It's a stupid product. And you know, I, the next like kind of like thing I want to dive into is that as coaches, like how do you actually measure your clients, what we would call a basal metabolic rate? So the, for those of you that don't know, I know we do have a lot of listeners that are coaches um, that know all this stuff, but for those of you who are not, um, and you're just trying to be a more educated consumer, I think this is really important. So how do we actually calculate someone's basal metabolic rate and then factor in for the number of calories that they're burning in exercise. So your basal metabolic rate is basically like when you wake up in the morning, how many calories are you burning just getting out of bed if you were a vegetable, right? How many calories do you burn just by living? Yeah, it's, it's, right? you, it's, how, it's you watching TV. It's you doing things that don't require energy. How much energy does your body need to function or use before you do anything. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to throw some basic numbers out there. So say, um, you know, say for a woman, your basal metabolic rate is 1700 calories a day, right? So you need 1700 calories just to function. Okay. Now take into account that you you know, vacuumed your house, you walked your dog, you did a strength workout, maybe a little hit cardio, right? That could be up to an extra, say, 800 calories for that day, right? So let's calculate her again, because math is really hard. So 1,700 and then say plus 800, that leaves us at about 2,500 calories that you burned in that day between your basal metabolic rate, which is just you being a vegetable and your, all your activity, including your workout. Okay. 2,700 calories or 2,500 calories. Now as a coach, when we're looking and saying, all right, we're going to give you 2,500 calories a day. Then over time, if we're trying to maintain and we're looking at your weight, we're looking at scale fluctuations, we're looking at photos, that's going to show us if that's actually right or not, 
right? Like that's a guesstimation. So if it turns out that you're at 2,500 and you're gaining weight, then guess what? Our guesstimations are way off and we need to pull back, right? Or on the flip side, if you're in that range and you start to lose weight and that was your goal in the first place, then we know we're on the right track, right? The data, the output, the photos, the measurements, the scale will tell us where that basal metabolic rate and the calorie burn is. Yeah, for sure. This is, uh, God, there's so much that goes into this. I think that's why, like, I think it's why it, we, we get so angry, um, mainly because of, like, there's these people who, like, honestly, man, there's people that want to work hard. There, there's people that want to do better. They want to do these things. And so, una fortuna de mente, they choose the easiest, <laughs> they choose the easiest route, which is buying a $500 watch. Um, not a bad decision. I think those watches are dope. They do a lot of cool things. But it's like, that's not going to help dict. That's not going to help you do certain things. That's not going to help you reach your fitness goals. And I think that's what we're trying to get to is like, we're trying to, we're trying to tell y'all like, this is frustrating for us because like, we know how much this shit takes. Mm -hmm. like, we got clients, we got clients that are working their tails off. Um, we have clients who have invested a lot of money. Y'all, I can tell you straight up, we're not cheap for a good reason. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I think, I think going the easier route is not, is not necessarily, it's, well, honestly, it's rarely ever is the best, is a better way to get that done. This takes focus. This takes patience. This takes calculation. This takes mm -hmm. the eye of a third party, of a second and or third party to look at this takes a lot of stuff like go do what we tell you to do and let us handle the rest but if you make your watch your coach you will fail this is not how this works it's yeah. and if you like and again i think it has its, i think it's i think it's a great motivator i think it's a great tool to um like literally, you know, tie, tie a knot around someone's finger to help someone remember something, you know, like, so you don't forget something. I think it's a good reminder. I think it, I think it helps people to become more active, but that's it. That's kind of as far as this, as these watches go, as these, you know, these, these, these trackers go. I think, again, it's, it's great for walking and all that stuff. But as far as like, unfortunately, man, like people get too focused on the calories they are worth a lot. There's a lot that goes into them. They are important, but there's, there's more to this than just focusing on what you're burning. That's not how this works. We've got to focus on, so, and, and uh, to put this in perspective, I did a post the other day on like, just because like, you know, you, 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 people come to me all the time. They're like, I don't know, man, I'm eating healthy and I can't seem to lose weight. Well, eating healthy doesn't mean shit for losing weight might mean other things better for like homeostasis and um, different processes within the body. But at the end of the day, like that's not how this works. That's not how losing weight works. So there, it just becomes way more complex than just being like, well, I burned this many. Okay. So how many did you ingest? What did you do? Like, what are those calories burned actually mean? Are you using those calories appropriately? Are you getting stronger to burn those calories? But I think, 
we need to flip this script and, and stop focusing on calories burned and start focusing on like specifically what we're doing in the gym, but focusing on how many calories we are ingesting. And that needs to be the better focus. My fitness pal is better at this than your $500 watch. And my fitness pal is free. It was, that's exactly what I was going to say. And Peyton knows, like, and he mentioned, we're not, we're not cheap for a reason. Um, I'm, I'm super cheap. Like, I don't like to spend money. Peyton is the opposite. Peyton likes to enjoy his money, rightfully so, because he works hard. But I don't like to spend money. So it infuriates me when a product like a Fitbit is, you know, 180 bucks or whatever. And I mean, forget an iWatch. An iWatch is even more expensive than that. But, you know, a Fitbit is 180 bucks. And not like, like I said, the only things that are accurate on it are the heart rate and the step tracker. Like the, we haven't even dove into the sleep, but the sleep part of it is total bullshit. The calorie tracking is total bullshit. Like it's, the product is complete bullshit in my opinion. And then let's add another layer on top of that, that even if all you want it out of the product is to track your steps, which I think Peyton has a great point that it is really a great tool for people to look at it and be like, oh yeah, I can just, I need to get up. I need to get my steps and I need to move. I do think that's a great feature, but it's still not the most accurate product to do that. The most accurate product that tracks steps is actually a hip, a hip clip. And I'm on Amazon right now. You can get a hip clip to track your steps on Amazon. That is the most accurate way to track your steps for, let's see, I just had it up. $3 and 69 cents and it's prime. Yeah. So free shipping. I was going to, ex I was expecting like at least 30, $3. So if what That's you're crazy. really concerned about, and I agree with you, babe, I agree that like, yeah, it is an awesome thing for people to look at. And I've even, even, you know, in the past couple of months started to look at my steps more consciously. Um, and I, I mean, I hit 10,000 steps pretty easily because I walk the dogs a lot and, um, I enjoy doing that. But, um, you know, I just use the thing on my phone, but it's like, if that's what you're really after, the iWatch and the Fitbits and all those fancy products, those aren't even the most accurate way to do it. Like they're still not the best thing for it. So, um, that, that price differential in, you know, and Peyton pointed out in the beginning, we're not trying to point out that people that use these things are, you know, we're not trying to say anyone's stupid or dumb or whatever, but it is just one of the things I hate about the fitness industry is that because something is sexy or because something is a fancy product or because it's whatever, we think it works better. We think it's the best option and it's just not true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's no secret to this, man. There's so many formulas and there's, and they're all right. As far as like coaching goes and, and doing things correctly, I mean, Kelsey and I have completely different workouts that we tell our clients and those clients probably have the same goals. Some of them do, right? So like <laughs> hers isn't better than mine and, and vice versa. It's just how we work. And so the, po the point of this is, is like, there's not one way to do things. There's not, um, this, this becomes complex. So it's better to educate yourself because that shit's free, man. You know, like Kelsey and I give free stuff away all the time. Um, we, it's, it's kind of our thing. We, we like to educate. And at the end of the day, um, we give it to people who invest themselves into us and who pay attention to us. And, um, you know, so we get their emails and stuff and, and they, they communicate with it, blah, 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 you know? So like, I think they're, there's, they're fine. Um, but it's just not, it's like, it's like, we have to find this space because fitness for some reason is either on Instagram 
insanely complicated. I'd see these, I see the craziest workouts. And to put this in perspective, just to let y'all know where my mind is at and just to help y'all out. If something looks cool on Instagram, like someone's doing a cool workout, like, dang, that looks cool. It's probably pointless. Um, yeah, so like, red flag. Yeah, yeah. So like, so there's this complicated side of fitness and then there's the overly simplistic side of fitness where all you have to do is wear a watch. So like we're kind of smack dab in the middle and be like, this isn't complicated. It takes work. There's consistency to this. You have to know your stuff. You have to do your check-ins. Kelsey and I both have clauses in our contracts that if you don't check in two times in a row, we drop you and we keep your money. We have to have those things because that's how important consistency is. I'm not dealing with people that don't do that. This has to do with the entirety of fitness, the entirety of health in general. I had a conversation with my barber today. I love getting my hair cut. I used to get it every week. Um, but now I have to go down to every two weeks and it makes me sad. But uh, Vic, he's my dude. Also because him and I have the same name. Um, but we had a conversation about like consistency of things and how like how easy it is to drink water. That's very, that's a very easy thing to do. That, that's not exciting. So people don't like that, you know, it's so, but sexy. it's very, it's very, yeah. it's not, it's not, it's not sexy to do that. But, but as Kelsey drinks her water, but you know, what's really difficult to do being like going from like drinking soda and Sprite and all that stuff to consistently drinking water. Like to have your day, like a goal sometimes in my day is to just never feel thirsty. Having that consistency can be difficult for multiple reasons. One, it's freaking boring, man. Like water doesn't taste good. It's not, it doesn't taste bad, but it just doesn't taste like anything. Um, two, it makes you have to go to the restroom every two seconds and I got to work. Three, it's, it's just boring. The only thing that you have to do, and on top of that, there's no quick dopamine hit right and when i say dopamine hit it's a huge dopamine hit when all you have to do is look down at your watch and see that you're burning calories so you feel better and so your mind goes to those dopamine hits right there's a huge difference between dopamine and serotonin those of you who don't know who what i'm talking about just google it um so serotonin if you have enough serotonin in your system and stuff like that like that's what is true happiness this is where like you're so happy you start like you're happy giving things away. Dopamine when you have low dopamine and you need a dopamine hit to get it higher up, this is where we find the the heavy shoppers, the people that need the the quick uh happiness dopamine hit. So the people that are constantly looking down at their watches. So there's a reason. The brain is really good at doing stuff that it's really good at. Yeah. The brain is really good at doing stuff that it that makes it feel good. Okay. So like if all you have to do is look down at your watch and that's going to make you feel better because you're being active, fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Just, just don't pay attention to the numbers. Like if you do at least, at least dig deep in yourself and realize and just be honest with yourself and know that that number that you're seeing is, is not 93, correct. Is 93% inaccurate. There's a 7% chance that that number <laughs> That's right. is correct. 
Seven <laughs> percent like, chance. Think it's about that. It's actually funny. Like it's actually funny that this product exists and people buy it. It's actually funny. Well, it's funny because like so many Americans are so like <laughs> they're so well, so many people in the world really, but so many Americans are so, are so like well, you know that let's what do the, what do the reviews say? What do the reviews say? And like so let's see the accuracy of these reviews before I buy it. You know, I, I want to see, you know, I want those, I want to see the percentage of success with stuff like this. So like, we're telling you straight off the bat, we're telling you that number's bullshit. And like, we're not here, we're not here because I'll put it, whenever we went to go research these things or whenever Kelsey went to go research these things, um, we like, we weren't searching for what we thought was correct. Cause that would be like a, we're trying to search for like a confirmation bias. Like we're already biased against trackers, right? Which may or may not be true, but we were honestly wondering, we were curious about this. In the only research set we found abundantly was <laughs> that they don't work, period, at all. They're like ineffective. Like that's They're in fact funny. defective. But like, you know, but like in retrospect, like when I think about it, like whenever I get questions, from clients about this or like gen pop about this. And I, I talk about it. I tell them this, but I've never actually read any formal literature on it, but like thinking about it too, in retrospect, like I don't know a single person in the health and fitness industry that actually knows what the hell they're talking about that uses these other than the yeah. step feature, like other than step feature or heart rate. But like as in terms of the calorie tracking ability of these watches, I don't know a single professional in the industry that uses them because it's like this well-known kept secret that it's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the like, only why people don't consumers know this it's infuriating. The only people that I know that use uh, calories like that is CrossFitters because they'll do those. They'll, they'll do like in their, in their workouts, um, like do a, like do a hundred, do a hundred calorie or 500 calorie row or get on the, or get on the bike and do like a, you know, 500 calorie sprint or like whatever it is, like whatever they have going on. Those are the only times that now I don't know why we have calories on a bike. You think a watch is inaccurate. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Like uh, that's, that's, that's re- I mean, that? <laughs> If Kelsey and I get on a bike, so stupid. If you all think we're gonna burn the same amount of calories the same amount of time on a bike, it's that's wildly inaccurate. This is not how it's gonna work. So I yeah. think like yeah, I'm way more jacked than Peyton. Oh, you little girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I, you know, again, I, I think I don't like I don't. I'm not bigger on the burn part of the calories. I'm bigger on the ingestion of calories personally, but that's I don't, re- I don't, I don't necessarily that. care for like, for like, if you come and tell me like, Oh, I burned it like a thousand calories. Like that's dope. How much, what's your, what you're eating look like? Nobody cares. But that's the thing. It's the same as a bank account, right? If you're like, Oh, look, I saved a thousand dollars this month but no one knows that you spent 6,000, it doesn't matter. Like, and the thing is, is that when you're tracking the intake, to your point, when you're tracking the intake, that's more accurate than tracking the output. It's more accurate, so you're bound to get a better result. But the most accurate way to track the output is to step on the scale every day. 
and is to take progress photos. That's how you track the output. You don't track the output with a stupid watch. That's 93% inaccurate. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, that's, that's kind of a, that's a good point. If you're like, you know, if you're, if your goal is to fill a pool, you're not necessarily like, that's actually, just came up with this analogy. I'm very proud of it. If I can say say this correctly, but it comes down to the fitness game, right? Like what you're going to do, you're not going to get a hose and measure the amount of water that's coming out of that hose. That would be too acute. We wouldn't be paying attention to that necessarily, but what we will do is put the hose out, go back in the house and wait for a little bit. And then we're going to come back out and see the progress, see where it's at. And then we're going to go back in and then we're going to come back out. The only way that we can see progress is through consistency with that hose. I don't really care about like the output or like, I don't really care about necessarily, uh, well, the output of that hose right now, but it could, because I know if we can do this enough, if we can do this consistently enough, the, the pool's going to fill up. We just have to make sure that we're, we're keeping an eye on it and checking it and doing things correctly. Because if we don't, then that's, you know, that's that. But at the end of the day, like, there's not going to be any acute changes. If I go out there and stop the hose for 10 seconds, it's not going to ruin anything. Just as much as if I go out to this empty fucking pool and I, and I spew this hose out for 10 seconds and stop and I say, hey, hey guys, I, I sprayed the hose for 10 seconds. I'm so proud of myself. Look at what my, my watch said that I, I sprayed four buckets full of water. It's like, that's, that's cool, man, but like, is that going to fill your pool? No, dude, it's not. And that your goal is to look better, aka in this analogy, fill that pool up. You have to be consistent. Like the hose doesn't matter, dude. I mean, at some point in time, sure. Like someone will be like, yeah, of course it matters. If you get a fire hose, yeah, fine. That's fine. If that fire hose is still not going to fill up that pool quick enough. No. We're still going to have to, we're still going to have to watch for a long time and watch the progress this this consistency is the key to this period end of story no matter what i don't care about the hose don't care about the water coming out i care about the fact that at least we're just getting water in the pool and we're going to check and we're going to adapt as we go that's it that's it folks all right you want to close this out vic yeah so uh, I am officially, well, I've kind of been an online fitness coach, but like I've been creating this program for months. So I've been working really hard on it and like needed to create a business around it. So I created life Leet, um, because life is a sport that that's been my motto for years now. And, uh, I believe that everyone is an athlete. So I created it. I merged them together like the, the Holy Trinity, even though the Holy Trinity is three heads, but it's called LifeLeet. So if you want to go on Facebook and if you look up LifeLeet community, it is a closed group. This is my group. I may or may not accept you. That's just the way that I am. Um, I need people that are going to be invested in this. Uh, the only people that I let in are people who ask questions, who are engaging, who will watch my lives um, and do those things. So like, if you're interested, just go add yourself to it. If you want coaching from Kelsey or I, um, just DM us. Um, I am about to launch my next system. It is called the 90 day. Should I give context before I say this? Uh, so 
the, the reason why I'm doing this is because I'm tired of the bullshit. I'm not going to call it something fancy. I'm not going to call it something that has, you know, that, that will spark anything. Um, the main reason why I wanted to do this was because if anyone follows me on Instagram or honestly just knows me, um, knows my humor and that I have a lot of fun, but I'm also very blunt and dry and I, um, I, I don't, I don't really care for bullshit as much. So I'm calling this system, the 90 day bullshit free system. So it does take 90 days. You may or may not be qualified for that. Meaning there's some people who are going to, um, I'm going to require them to be on for six months, just depending on where you're at. Um, so anyone who sees this, uh, or is listening to this, if you DM me, um, let's see, what should they DM me? If you DM me, um, bullshit free, if you go to my Instagram and you type bullshit free and that's all you send me, I will do, I don't do this all the time either. Uh, I have been doing it recently though, because I like, I like people that are surrounding me. Um, and then I'll give you a free consultation. I think I'm only going to limit that to like three people though. Um, so that will be a free consultation. So find me on Instagram, DM me, um, bullshit free, and we'll get you on, we'll get you on the, on a consultation. We'll, we'll get to chit chat. And I know Kelsey is doing, are you full yet? You have like two spots or left or I don't know where you're at as far as your, uh, your, I'm currently full. Yes. Okay. Well, y'all missed your chance. Um, <laughs> but we do come around, you know, every, again, so we, we do this, we, we create our systems, we create, create our methods. Um, so our books were, will always be open after a few months, just depending on where we're at. So yeah, appreciate y'all's time. And, uh, anything else you want to say? Nope. We're good. All right. Chung Deuce. Peace. Love y'all. Bye.